you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a band that is uh, new to me, and I get the impression that you're relatively new as a unit uh, to the local music scene. I was reading your bio and listening to some stuff on the website uh, before we sat down for this conversation, and uh, I do have a lot of questions sort of about the background and about what your backgrounds are as musicians prior to this, but before we do that, if we can just start by everyone identifying themselves and what you do in the band, just so listeners can put a name to the voice. So I'm not sure who wants to go first, but I'll just kind of throw it out there. And anyone who wants to uh, start off and introduce yourself, that would be a great way. All right. Well, uh, my name is Jay Yarmy, and uh, I'm the lead singer, and I play uh, rhythm acoustic guitar in the band. I'm uh, Travis Wog. I play uh, lead guitar, and I uh, do some uh, backing vocals and sing the odd song as well. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Derek Gabori. Um Primarily keys, a little bit of backing vocals, a little bit of uh, rhythm guitar here and there. And I'm Terry Ferguson. I'm the uh, the senior guy in the band, and uh, and uh, I'm probably uh, well. I hang around with a bunch of musicians, so in other words, I'm the bass player. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. He does all the legwork. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, like I was saying at the beginning, there. I mean, you know, upon reading uh, your bio online, I get the impression that this started out as a cover band and then you started working on more original material and then the pandemic hit and that's kind of been something that has affected you know uh pretty much everyone i've interviewed over the past two and a half years so what is i guess um what is the origin of this band how did how did the group of you get together and start this project off uh it actually started just in uh a friend's basement strangely enough at 287 carpathia in winnipeg hence the band name um and it was just three of us kind of just jamming together and then that grew in and uh members just started coming to pieces and then finally we just started playing a couple of shows and uh if it weren't for covid we probably wouldn't have written an original song at all so we, that just gave us a lot of time and and that's where all the originals are starting to come from it's interesting that covid kind of provoked you to to start writing original music because i think that it's something that comes up all the time whether i'm talking to a rapper or a country singer or a punk band or whatever people have either sort of um dealt with the pandemic in the sense that they've been totally blocked and unable to do anything creative or they've had kind of this rush of creativity and they've been able to write tons of music and come up with ideas even if they weren't physically able to practice they just had like kind of the juices flowing is that sort of what happened with you guys um it sounds like it yeah yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't know, you just kind of start messing around on the guitar and all of a sudden something comes to you and you just do something with it or travel, come up with a little lick and then uh, maybe put some lyrics to it. And then we just kind of start jamming it out. And it was surprisingly how fast it all came together, I would say. Like, uh, all these songs, are they're still flowing, which I don't really want to jinx it because it's it's coming pretty good. So, um, yeah, it just, it 
it happened all during during COVID, and I don't know if we were just searching for something to do or not, but uh, I'm sure happy it did. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So how long has it actually been that you've been writing original music at this point? Three years, fellas, or so? Yeah, I'd say it's about three years. I mean, you were doing it uh, way before uh, we started as a band. I know you had a couple of uh, songs kind of kicking around in the background and you did some recording, but uh, I'd say three three years is pretty much kind of when we decided that we were going to move that direction a little bit. And yeah, It's been a real collaborative uh, thing, too, because every every member brings something different to the uh, to the table with each song, and and there's no rhythm or no no standard way we've written any one of the songs and i think we're at 27 right now so nice it's pretty catalog for two years yeah that's quite a quite a bit of work that, that you've been able to put in um so what uh, i mean cover bands always interest me because uh, like as someone who goes to i don't tries to go to a lot of a lot of local shows over the years obviously recently that hasn't happened <laughs> but um you know i always try to avoid cover bands and and nothing against them it's just that like you know for me if i'm going to spend money on music i always want to see something original and so what is the what is the appeal of, of being in a cover band is it just that you want to be playing songs that everyone knows and that everyone kind of recognizes is that sort of the uh the reason for getting into it I think it's, uh, I'd say, yeah, that's one of the reasons. I think one of the other, the, probably the primary reason, even for a cover band, is just to get on stage and and uh, and uh, enjoy uh, an evening out there. And sometimes you can take a little bit of creativity with the cover as well. Sure. And you can, you can, you can kind of make it your own. Obviously, it's not yours, but yeah, I'd say that's the appeal is mostly to get up on stage and do something. Yeah, I'd agree with Travis. Like, uh, just playing in front of people was the the big draw for that, um, and just getting in front of people and seeing them dance, seeing them sing. Even though they're not your songs, they're still it's still pretty exciting to get out there and watch them all having fun to the music that you're playing. Yeah, and amplified tenfold if they're doing that to your own songs, which is kind of where we went in that direction. And and like I said, it's just uh, it's been fantastic since we started writing all these songs and just to yeah. kind of start putting them out there. It's been great. Well, and obviously, I mean, again, there's there's clearly an audience for cover bands. Like people love that stuff, right? So, and like you said, there's people mm -hmm. dancing. You get a chance to perform in front of an audience that that at this point, especially they they know all the songs you're playing when you, when you're doing covers. But what was it like, sort of transitioning from from that scene into the uh, the original music scene? Because they are different. I mean, there's definitely you'll occasionally get cover bands playing on the same bill as bands playing their own music, but it's usually fairly separate venue wise and audience wise and, and, and all of that. Was it, I assume you all have backgrounds playing in other bands before this anyway, but what was sort of the, uh, the move from that scene to the one you're in now? I, I don't know if you want to come in on this, Derek, but I can honestly say it's a lot easier to find gigs as a cover band than it is because there's a lot of things you can go do like socials and stuff where people want to hear cover music. Right. Finding people who want to yeah. listen to original music is more difficult. Derek's played a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I, uh, like I, I just met these guys for the most part over the last few years and stuff like that. And uh, and yeah, I I kind of got into this group later into the uh, the cover band portion of it and stuff like that. And I've been fortunate enough that I've played with quite a few cover bands. Um, I was based out of Brandon for a lot of years. Uh, my primary group I played with for over eight years. 
uh, you know, we were very lucky in that, you know, we get to play a lot of the corporate circuits and the socials and the weddings and that kind of stuff. And then, uh, you know, when I eventually made my way over this way, met up with these guys, like, uh, it was just at kind of the end of the whole cover band scene because that was the intention to the band. And then COVID very quickly hit after that. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, the creative juices started flowing out of these guys like crazy. And it's like, okay, there was a definitive, you know, uh, push towards the the idea of doing the original stuff and uh, so the, the transition is definitely different like for me with the cover band world and all that kind of stuff I'm all about the facilitation of good time for everybody that's there you know there's some expectations that come with that like from the crowd like they want to be able to get out there they want to be able to dance all these types of things where it's with the original music it's tough because you know many musicians you know successful musicians have said you're going to write you know 100 terrible songs before you write a good one and it's a whole process of not only learning what you want to produce as a product, but, you know, facilitating the chemistry of band members together and how you work together. And, you know, Terry kind of hit it on, on the head earlier too, that we've been fortunate that we haven't had a standard writing process a whole lot, right. but there has been, been some standards to that as well. Like, you know, it, it seems that, you know, Jay and Travis kind of come up with the basis of the song's ideas and the lyrics and Terry, you have a big part in that as well. And then, you know, my role in that has, has been more facilitation of, uh, you know, trying to make the song even more original or different and, and bring other elements. And that's the fortune that I have in being keys guy or, you know, being multi-instrument uh, versed, I guess, as yeah. well, too, because I brought a few other instruments into the band as well, so... Swing and a miss, it gets tough, just quit. Why make the most out of it? Pictures pristine, behind the scenes, everything's not what it seems. For the kids, medals to finish in fifth. First base, who knows what it is? Is it still a kiss? Back of the wagon, never old. Saturday morning cartoon shows. Running your mouth, make black eyes glow. Is what it is, same like like this. YouTube, TikTok, and fits. Bots and treats and games. Laugh, wink. 
Give me the hip Hammer's legit Die hard a Christmas hit Acid wash jeans Fluorescent greens The great ones are scoring machines Back of the wagon things that I, that kind of stood out for me too when I was when I was checking you guys out online was uh, there was a reference in the bio to being maybe the oldest emerging band <laughs> out there and I, I like that because I mean you know all those things you said just just now that's it's all, it's all very true I think every band deals with those kind of situations but you also have kind of the um, nowadays especially the, the added challenge of making yourselves heard kind of above everyone and their dog who has a band and who has music online and now it's so easy that the, the, the bar has been lowered as far as access to to recording to releasing music all that stuff and, and so how do you get in how do you break into a scene where you know potentially you're competing if you want to call it that against a bunch of 20 year olds i mean is, is it what what is that experience like <laughs> Well, we'll just kick their asses, I guess. But. <laughs> I think it's I think it's to our advantage, actually, in a lot of ways too. Like in my experiences, like when I was in my twenties and in my thirties and stuff like that, and second, the, the idea of like any group in an existing cover band that I was with, is like you know, makes the we should be writing original comments, you know, and you know, most of the time I was rolling my eyes at that. But it, I think we are at an advantage because you've got you know more seasoned persons in within the membership here, so there's smart decisions that are being made along with that too. So it's, you know, there's also the business side of it that's being run really, really well. And that like, okay, let's make smart decisions when it comes to moving forward and not just, you know, get stagnant and, you know, people getting feelings hurt and all that kind of stuff. Like it's professional in that way. So we're, we're enjoying the music process. We're enjoying the writing process, but at the same time, when it comes down to brass packs and we have to actually move forward, like those moments have happened and we've been fortunate that, you know, we have good working relationships with each other and, we can move forward in that way. So I think it's really to an advantage in that way that, you know, when we're competing against the 20 year olds and 30 year olds and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, not, not that there's any reason you shouldn't compete against them. I mean, like one of the cool things I think about Winnipeg in general is that the the music scene has such a wide range of, of people from different backgrounds, ages, everything, right? I mean, it's it's so, there's so many artists and it's so diverse that you can go in and, and not be 20 years old and, 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 potentially you know succeed just as well as 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 some new new band coming out Mm -hmm. oh Uh, no i don't ever think yeah okay your screen just lit up here for a second and then and you guys can get you guys can take it i i think uh it's it's interesting too because uh i guess it is that level of maturity and and um uh, and business sense and reality sense, and we all have jobs and lives that we have to carry on while we're doing this. And uh, 
so fitting in and and planning out how we're going to do things is 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 a little more difficult from that perspective. We're not all around all you know Monday to Friday in the evenings with nothing to do. So um, I, I think we're getting pretty strategic at it. And and this year we plan on on trying to hit a lot more venues and and at a few festivals and and get out there and get heard by people. Yeah. And we're going back into the studio to do some more stuff, uh, record some of these songs that we're doing right now. And uh, and I think that that's going to build us a little bit more and uh, and we'll see where it goes. Jay's voice is amazing. And, and I mean, uh, I, I can't even comment on, on the, the musicality of all the different people in this band because the wide variety of backgrounds. Our drummer was the drummer for Wakefire, a, you know, a heavy metal band in Winnipeg for several years. I, 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 our very diverse backgrounds of music is giving us kind of a unique sound, I think. Well, I think it blends in so many different genres all into one band. Like Travis is a, like a bluesy kind of guy. I'm, I grew up in the with the 90s and that whole scene, and that was kind of my main focus. And a bit of 80s, and Terry's grown up since, I don't know, the 50s or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> And I think there's just a, a level of maturity too, right? Like you get a few more years. Yeah, of course, so you, some younger people might be able to write some better music, but I think just having some age behind you, having listened to a lot of music and uh, and then having, like as I said, like I'll, I'll come up with a riff or maybe kind of uh, an idea for a song. And, and it kind of gets circled around through the whole group and each person seems to have their, uh, have their way of... And it, is realistically just adding it, just making every every kind of step that we've we've taken has has made each of those uh, songs better. Have you figured out at this point, and maybe this is still a work in progress, but sort of where you fit in within the local music scene? Because there's so much, there's so many bands, and there's so many kind of like individual scenes for different genres. I mean, if you know, you go somewhere like Times Change, they have all the the folk and roots and, and blues and bluegrass stuff, and then there's a punk scene, and there's a metal scene, and there's a lot of straight ahead rock bands. And, and like you said, you have a lot of different influences from the different members. Have you kind of been able to pinpoint sort of where this band exists in the local? Community? In in one in one word, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree with that comment. No, I think it's still that aspect of the band is still in its infancy, which is a good thing. But it's it's coming. We can I think we can feel it coming with the the shift that we're trying to make in in venue selections and stuff like that. I think it's going to be a big factor over the next year or so. Does having that sort of nebulous identity where where you you can you, you can potentially play in a lot of different styles does that sort of open you up to, to, to more options as far as venues or as far as festivals and things like that? We'll find out this year. <laughs> yeah, no, fair, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So what yeah, is... No, no, I think our writing element... Go ahead. Yeah, I think our, our the writing style that we've been, you know, that's been coming forward in the group really, you know, hits for, for any venue along that line because... I, I think when you listen to the bulk of our songs and stuff like that, it, it really hits. It doesn't matter if you're eight or 80, like you can be up enjoying the music, you know, whether that's on the dance floor or in your chair, it doesn't really matter. I think that the music has that context and that, that value there. So.
Everyone hates this question, and I'm sorry to ask it, but if someone, you know, you run into someone who hasn't seen you in a while, they hear you're in a band, is there a short-form, Coles Notes kind of way you define what this band is? I mean, I know the genre thing is difficult for anyone to, to sort of pin down, but what do you say? I mean, you're not a cover band oh. anymore, so how do you describe it? We're like a, probably good, just Canadian rock is what people have said when they hear us, and there's a lot of references to Canadiana, and uh, it's a little hippish, if you will. Um there's acoustics and all over the place. Like that's all I play. And, uh, it could be folky. It could be bluesy, but I'd say just Canadian rock would probably be one of the best ways I would put it. I don't know if the other guys would agree with that or not, but I think that's fair. Um, as I said, because we have such a kind of a wide swath of songs, there'll be some songs that I'd probably classify as almost like a folk song. 
a little bit of folks, but but for the most part, yeah, definitely, I'd I'd say it'd be considered rock music. Are there are there bands that you collectively agree on as influences, or are you all just kind of all over the map? I think I think we're all over the place, and and I think that's the best part about this band is that everyone's influence brings a different thing to the table, uh, something that you wouldn't even thought of just because that's what they're used to listening to, and it just it melds all these sounds into one song, which I think is amazing and and, and product. Just to, you just can hear all these different influences coming in. So um, yeah, they're all over the place. To be honest, yeah. But I'd say the strongest uh, influences that we sort of recognize are are the tragically hip um, Blue Rodeo. I think okay. would be okay. would, would would mix into some of, of these killer. songs. Killers, is it, and vocally, I mean, a lot of people hear when they listen to us, they hear a bit of the the bare naked ladies sort of vocal uh, harmonies in it. Eh? So, okay, okay. And were those the kind of bands you were covering as a cover band as well? A lot of the Canadian rock stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, hip, hip for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Uh, we had, we yeah, we had some Canadian content in there, but actually, it's been so long since we've done it. I can't uh, I can't remember all the tunes. <laughs> well, and 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 each of us has different backgrounds. Like, uh, um, I mean, I played in a country band for for almost a year, many years ago. But I my uh, main cover band was pretty well your generic sort of uh, I'll call it social rock, okay. like rock you would hear at a social. Um, you know, the, so we did a lot of things and, and Derek, I think has a bit of a varied background as well. Yeah. Like I, like I grew up, you know, classically trained in a lot of stuff. Like music was pretty much my life all through like, uh, high school and into college and, and university and stuff like that. And, but yeah, like my influence are quite vast. So like I've got classical influence right through to like full blown metal influences, stuff like that. And they've all lended themselves you know, into to the music or the ideas that I've had to, to incorporate and, and contribute to this, this our music in some way, shape or form. So. Do you hear some of those um, references coming through? Like, is there, are there parts of songs where you can listen back and say, wait, that was, that was a classical uh, influence or is it just kind of all part of the, the overall mesh of sounds? No, I, I definitely hear those influences and like, I don't know, the, the ideas for me can be quite sporadic because like for me, and where I tend to lay in the writing process is like usually the the first riffs and the first lyrics and the song uh, the song idea will come from like Travis, uh, Jay, Terry, that kind of thing. And then it's like, okay, well, how am I going to throw my spin on it, kind of thing. And and yeah, and even recently, like there's some songs where like they're very distinctively blues songs. So I end up sitting back and you know light organ or you know throwing a blues organ in there, and it's it's quite subtle. And I'm happy to lend those little nuances that make the song what it is, but. There's also been other recent songs where, you know, Travis came in with like full blown like lead intro guitar riff that ended up being like these melodic piano parts to start off the song. Cool. So, you know, and luckily there's been, you know, great incorporation between all of us and great collaborative work to, to, to work with them. You know, if, if things are sounding good and we like it.
at, the, at this point, I mean, I know, like like you said, you know, the pandemic is hopefully behind us, and, and shows are happening again, and you're, you're looking forward to doing more stuff in the future and sort of seeing where you where you fit in the scene. What is kind of the um, at this point in time? What's the best way to find your music? Where can people hear you um, if they want to look you up online, find out more information about upcoming shows, uh, see videos, things like that? Terry, I'll let you take this. You're the biggest yeah. social guy that we got, probably. <laughs> well, we are on social media. We're on. Uh, um, we're Car Two Eighty Seven on uh, Facebook and uh, Car Two Eighty Seven the band on uh, on uh, Instagram. But we also have a website, Car Two Eight Seven dot com, and uh, we are going to be announcing some shows in the near future. Uh, we know for sure that we're going to at the end of the year. We've got uh, at, at the end of the summer. We've got a a big show in in Italy at a festival. So wow. Uh, we're going to be playing at a five-day festival in 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 Italy uh, in September. We were supposed to be there last year, but uh, Jay had to have some surgery, so we we had to cancel for one year, and we're going this year. But uh, I think we're going to see a few more shows coming over the next while in uh, different venues around town. So I'd say car287.com or, or any of our uh, Facebook or also, uh, the streaming uh, music services, right? Like Spotify yeah. and iTunes. And I think we're on every single one of those things. Uh, Amazon Music, are we on that one too? Yeah, Amazon, user, yeah, so, Tidal. Well, there's like 35 of them now, right? So we, we <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe not all of them, but maybe we're on half. I don't know. Right on. Yeah. That's our, our three songs. And we do have uh, stuff on uh, YouTube too. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, Car287, so... Awesome. And then what's the uh, plan for the immediate future as far as, uh, uh, it sounds like you're going to be doing more recording and, and getting some more music out there? I think that's the focus right now, yeah. While we wait for uh, the opportunity to play, I think one of the biggest things you can do is get some music out there for people to listen to, to uh, obviously to maybe make a judgment on you, hopefully good. And um, yeah, I think that's kind of the focus. We've got quite a bit of stuff uh pretty much set and ready so now it's just a matter of putting in the work and getting in some studio time and studio for us was interesting because uh two of our band members had been in recording studios before but the rest of us hadn't and we uh recorded with len milne at bedside okay. studios yeah, yeah. last year and uh that was a real experience <laughs> yeah. for, uh, for us who had never been in a studio before and, and i mean i think we have some pretty good songs that we we built out of that, but I think what we have right now that's sitting in and waiting to be recorded, I think is gonna be even better. Okay, here we go. Two stars. 